What up, though? This the Athletes World Podcast. How y'all feeling today, fellas? Feeling great, man. Fly Eagles fly, man. What up, though, man? Excellent day. Beautiful afternoon. Fly Eagles fly. And they flying. They flying, huh? They definitely is. What a game last night, though, man. I mean, definitely from beginning to end, it was definitely an interesting game. Yeah, for sure. Probably one of the best games I've seen in a while for a Super Bowl. I definitely agree with you, man. <laughs> last year was good, but last year wasn't as yeah, man, and interesting as it was this year. This year it was it was it was a shootout. It was a shootout for a minute. It was a shootout. Philly defense came a little big how everybody expected them to. In that last little three four minutes, yeah, that's still the deal. Man, definitely. they definitely did. This is I would say. The Patriots defense, they've been good all year, but somehow this game, they did not come to work. I feel they didn't come to play this game. And the question today is, I want to know what happened to Malcolm Butler and why this man did not play. And three years yeah. ago, this guy won you a Super Bowl. So it's, that's what yeah, yeah, why going on today. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I, he I honestly play. don't know why um, Bill Belichick decided not to play him, but... You know, from what they've been saying, um, basically they said that they probably could have possibly been a situation where Malcolm Butler might have violated a team rule, and that possibly could have created an issue of the reason why he didn't play. But I still think the coach, you, you got to put your best players in the game. But um, Exactly, especially on the biggest stage of the game. Yeah. Like, it's the, That's true. It's time, showtime. You see, this is what y'all all been working for. This is the deal. Everything you do off season, in season, around season, you do it for this moment. You gonna not play the man? That don't make any sense at all. That's man. I can't even say what I want to say, but you feel me? Yeah, no, I already know. I already know, man. I mean, it's it was it was definitely that that was definitely interesting. Why I don't understand why he wasn't in the game, but. Man, did y'all see that hit that Malcolm uh, Jenkins put on uh, Cooks? Oh, yeah, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he got licked. Got he got licked. licked, for sure. I feel that's yeah. one of the big keys for the Patriots. <laughs> uh, big, big loss. I feel that definitely was a huge loss. Because Brandon Cooks was your deep threat, deep threat man. I feel that was just a huge, huge. That was a momentum to shifter, man. Yeah, that was. Man. It was a lot of momentum shifters, honestly. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, and it was a couple, man. It's been a couple plays they've been talking about today, like the one touchdown. Um, I forgot which wide receiver was that they caught it, um, but they said they wasn't sure of two feet. He was still in the process of holding the ball, so they wasn't sure of both feet. Um, were in the oh, field. I know you talk about on uh on Clement. Yeah, exactly. The running back. Yeah, I think that was a catch. I feel like this catch rule is out of control. Yeah, I think, I think rule it is, is too out of control. Once the is. ball is in his hand, the ball like just the force, the force in the world. Period is going to move objects, so the ball is going to move. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Once it's in your possession, once the ball. Once you stop the ball from moving, you should be able to move it around and adjust it however you want to. As long as you don't lose full possession of the ball, like he never, the ball hit his arms and he put it in his hand yeah. and arm to make sure it was secure. Exactly. Yep. So the, that should be able to happen. So I feel like that's the catch, man. This catch was down to control. And then the catch with uh, Earth, the tight end on the Eagles. On Earth. Yeah, with Earth. They like they. saying that the ball possibly hit the ground. I'm like, man, that's a touchdown. 
they right clearly, at the end of the day. clearly crossed the plane with the ball. That's tough. Thank you. Like, Thank there's you. no excuses. So I, I, no a lot of people ever. go back to the Pittsburgh game, same situation. No, but you got to look at it. You got to look at it. You got to look at it. Okay. In the Pittsburgh situation, he didn't take three steps. In this situation, Ertz took three steps. At that point, he's a runner. The ball is secure. He's a runner. Then the ball crossed the plane. Once the ball crossed the plane, he has full possession. The ball crossed the plane. It's game. That's yeah. over. It's a touchdown. And the ground cannot cause a fumble. At the end of the day, it's a touchdown. If the ground can't cause a fumble and he has full control of the ball, and it's no longer an incompletion pass. What's next? Ain't nothing you can do because the wrong can cause a fumble, so that wipes fumble out. It wipes out incompletion because he's he he has full possession. He took three steps, so it's a completion. That's a check. Yeah. And then fumble, you can't it can't be a fumble. So what is it? Touchdown. Boom. In the discussion, and they over there reviewing and reviewing. And they taking it too far. Yeah, they, it was reviewed. They, they, that, too they reviewed that for too long. Too At the end of the day, I feel like that could have been a steal of fifty fifty. Decision on that because they really could have win a catch is not a catch at the end of the day the way how these officials have been calling these games so that's what I'm saying they need to change that rule they really need to change that rule because I just feel they they doing too much they taking away the the, the the game they making it too I want to say too hard but they just making it too much like I would agree yeah. you telling me I can't this ball can't do anything once I have it it got to be strongly secure like it can't make one single move I can't adjust the ball in no kind of way I can't catch the ball and move it out the way so the defender can't punch it or anything because it because it's gonna move and that's gonna be ruled in completion like that's lame I should be able to catch the ball and maneuver any way I want to as long as I got possession as long as the ball is in my possession yeah. I can finagle and finesse the ball any kind of way I want and it's gonna move yeah, because it's they, an object objects move and yeah and I, I don't know I think maybe they're trying to say like on that play for example when he was still trying to motion the ball within the grasp of his hand when he was crossing a plane I think they be trying to say like you know it's kind of like they're fumbling the ball, but at the same time I feel like as long as if it's it's in your possession like you said, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. You should be able to spin the ball, do whatever you want as long as you don't fumble it on the ground or anything like that. So yeah, yeah definitely. I, Question of the day: Did do you guys think that Doug Peterson outplayed Bill Belichick last night? He definitely uh, did. He definitely did. My eyes, he did. Yeah, I, I, say, I say he did. I say he did, but I also feel like at the end of the day, Nick Foles has something to do with that too, because the coach is coaching, the players play. Yeah, agree, feel me. Yeah. And Nick Foles, man, Nick Foles did his thing to me. But I, I've been had an eye on Nick Foles, but then after a while, he he kind of fell off. So I'm like, hey, what happened to Nick Foles? But that's the Nick Foles I've been having my eye on for real. But you you definitely you definitely gotta admit that the the coaching just the plays that Doug Peterson was calling was very aggressive, but at the same time that's what they what they needed to do because um, if you notice what the Falcons did last year when they got up that big lead they really didn't keep applying the pressure in the second half. You're right. But I think one thing that was another momentum shifter was when. Um, they ran that play. I believe they were on the five-yard line. I think this was right before halftime um, when they went up by 10, and they decided to do that trick play with Nick Foles. I think that was that was a great a great aggressive play. That was on fourth and yeah. one, too, so they needed that. 
and uh, you know, that was that was definitely that was, was big. They did need that. I definitely think he outcoached them from a standpoint of he was just more aggressive throughout the entire game. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. He was he was real aggressive. That was man going forward in clutch situations. Yeah. Going forward behind the fifty, mm-hmm. giving if they didn't get that, New England would have had you feel me like yeah they played. Yeah, that was great coach. It man. was. It, it, it should be like that in the Super Bowl because this, what are you holding back for? You, know, you, you, you instead of playing not to lose, you got to play to win. You got to. And that last year, Falcons started playing not to lose instead of playing to win, and the whole time Philly played to win. Exactly, they wanted it the more. Whole time. Free McMill, man. Free me. <laughs> Free me. Hey, we need some fire meat meal. Tap in. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. Yeah, I know the city of Philly going loud. Hey, I know going, a few years ago. The city of Philly. Have y'all been seeing the videos and just how the, they've been celebrating? No, I haven't peeped. Yeah. I haven't peeped. <laughs> been going crazy. Hey, it's man. I've been, I've been thinking today. I feel like if you guys were the Eagles GM or head coach, Next year, would you guys trade Nick Foles for like a number one pick, or would you just let him? Would you let Nick Foles and Carson Wentz battle out for the position next year? Because you have to think. You uh, gotta let him battle. But you have to think because uh, Carson Wentz is, is off for injury, off for uh, knee injury. So I feel like me, I would let them both just battle it. Because what if you trade Nick Foles and Carson uh, Carson Wentz to show up and not being the MVP candidate he was? This season, so I feel like That's I would let them both duke it out because I feel like it's a bad idea trade. I wouldn't a, trade them. MVPs. I feel like I would let them both battle it out and see where it goes from there. Yeah, I wouldn't trade them. I, I definitely would allow them to, you know, compete for their position. Competition is good, and you also going to need to look at it from a standpoint of Carson Wentz is coming off an ACL injury, which is very. Um, the recovery process, and you everybody know examples of what happened to Robert Griffin. Um, a, a lot of different quarterbacks that have been in those injuries coming back from those injuries are not as easy. So, you it's good to have Nick Foles, it's just a good backup, just in case you know what he can do. He's a Super Bowl champion. Um, so I think it's right to keep him, definitely to keep him. So, I say, I say. Man, I feel like he's a, he should be a starter in the league, and it's a lot of quarter, it's a lot of teams out here that need starting quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. They do, but I just feel Cleveland like to be an example. He's not going um, to Cleveland. He's not going There's to no Cleveland. He's not going to Cleveland. I'll be saying, if I let Cleveland go to Cleveland, <laughs> no way. He's not going, going to Cleveland. He's trying to win at the same time. You feel me? You're right, that's what I'm saying. He a human at the end of the day. He's trying to win. He's not trying to ride the rob the pine no more either. But at the end of the day, I feel like he a humble, a humble yeah. man. He's willing to sit back and he knows that Carson Wentz team. So he's willing to sit back and let Carson Wentz do everything. He's willing to fill in where he needs to fill in. He, he's willing to be the utility man. Yeah, that's true. You feel me? And and that's cool. But I feel like if I was a coach, I'd highlight it, man. Look, man, you are you're an awesome player. You deserve to be a starter in this league. So what do you what, what you want to do? You want to leave or you want to stay? If you want to stay, if you want to stay cool, if you want to leave. We can work something out because you deserve you deserve a shot. You deserve that big contract. You deserve to be a, a leader of the team. You deserve to be the captain of a team. You feel me? And steer steer a ship to success. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's true. I'm trying to get that's that money. That's the following, Jim. That's true. I agree. So, 
We gonna see, man. We gonna see. We gonna, we gonna see. see. Yeah, we gonna see. It's gonna be interesting, man. Yes, sir. It really is. It definitely is. So, what what would y'all say? Who's y'all favorite to win it next year? I can say it's too early to call, but it's too yes, I believe it's too early to call. I mean, still... but look out for Jacksonville again. Yeah, the Jacks. Yes, sir. Hey, young talent. They talking about they talking about the uh like the Packers, Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys. The oh my God. I can't stand those cowgirls. <laughs> yeah, man, I do not like, like the Cowboys whatsoever. Can't go wrong, can't go wrong with the damn Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Actually waiting to have you. Man. The Cowboys make me make my stomach cringe. Yeah. No, yeah, so we'll see how that goes, man. We'll definitely see how that how that plays out. So now is there any concern for the defense coordinator for the Patriots now since he's heading to Detroit Lions, our hometown? So how you guys feel about that? That's who we need. I'm not worried because he's going to be the head coach. He might not be the defensive coordinator, so he might not call the defensive shots. We need an aggressive head coach. We need a head coach that has that strategy mindset, that has mm-hmm. that chess playing mindset. Mm-hmm. Carwell was it was cool, man. I love Carwell, but at the end of the day, it's not aggressive. We try, we try, not aggressive. We need aggression. We need our players. We need fire. Yeah, exactly. We need that. We we need a different, just a different man. We need that Patriots coach. We do know. We that. do need that Bill Belichick. I don't. This may be just a little bit off topic, but I feel like I feel like I feel like it doesn't matter what coach do we have because if you look in the past. Jeff Schwartz is our coach. Look what happened. He finally got him a Super Bowl. He's a bomb. He's a bomb. <laughs> he got a, hey, he got a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. You look at uh He's still a bomb. You know, it's a lot of coaches we had in the past. They all will play off teams right now. And they're doing right. Things. So it might it might just be the line. Yeah, it, it, it might just be the the front it might could be the offense. You feel me? The the GMs and the owners, huh? Because yeah. Jeff Schwartz, you would think about Jeff Schwartz went to the playoffs. He won the he won the Super Bowl. Like this, people come here to Detroit. Man, that'd be crazy. Cause it's that G. It's probably the GM, man. The Lions only gonna do so much to stay relevant. They don't want to be great. I know. But man, I feel like things are starting to change around here. We starting to get the city itself starting to get a little more live. We just got Blake Griffin. And the Pistons been doing their thing, man. Man, you feel me? I saw. At first, I was a little. If you on the Blake Griffin, but I'm like, you know what? Give it a shot. What we got to lose? Oh, we, we ain't been, we ain't been like since oh since oh four. Yeah, what we got to lose, boy. man? It's so far. Yeah, man. So, I we gonna be straight, man. I remember man. them days. Yeah. Um, another big, another big topic going around the NBA is, is: Do you guys think James Harden has locked down the NBA MVP this year? What? Man. He's a walking bucket. He's a walking bucket. Give him the ball. He's a walking bucket. What are you saying? Ain't nobody. That, look, they gotta stop being stingy and spread the love. Russell got his last year. Yep. Bron done. He done. He done. He done. He done. <laughs> he lock it up. Yep. You feel me? Let hard work for it. A sixty piece. A sixty piece. He triple scored double, at will. Piece, triple double. And one guy, he scored at will. He's a walking bucket. I believe James Harden will consume MVP, but I still think the the guy to watch that's a sneaky. I still think it's Russell Westbrook because 
this guy is pretty much averaging another triple double. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, you, but he won it last I year. Like, so let somebody else eat, B. Everybody eats, B. Why you trying? You feel me? I, I, just let him let let her eat. But I, just, I got I some you. updates but too. But I mean, another triple double though. Another triple double in in this day and age. I feel like it's hard to do, bro. It's hard to do. It another, is. You got a point guard as a triple double two years in a row. I feel like you can't beat that. Yeah, no, I definitely would agree, man. We definitely going to see how this NBA MVP race going to play out. But I think James Harden, um, he's going to come out with it in the end. But I did want to mention, um, have you all been hearing about these NBA trade rumors? No, who, who, who? So, um, they, these are a couple updates that I'm seeing online. So, the trade deadline is this Thursday, February 8th at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And they're saying that with DeAndre Jordan, he possibly could be going to either the Cavs, Bucks, the Heat, or the Trailblazers. What, what do y'all think about? Like, if he went to the Cavs, do y'all think he could help them out? I, uh, no. 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 He's a bum. No. He's a bum. They can, they can get Lou Williams. They can get DeAndre Jordan. They can get George Shields. There's no team that will beat the Warriors this year. But I agree DeAndre Jordan needs to lead the Clippers. I mean... The culture and everything there is just, just bad right now. Just bad. Doc Rivers getting a bad vibe from everyone. I think Young Jordan should be traded. I yeah. think he needs to be traded. Yeah. And, you know, I, it's, it's time to move. But I, I can see him. I prefer him to go to, to the Rockets. But the list you gave me, I mean, I feel like the Trailblazers seem like a good fit. Just the fact that they need that rim protection down yeah. low. They really don't have a big man down there. But either way, it can go easy go anyway so i mean we'll have to see because thursday is coming up really really quick quick yeah it's crazy i'm the Cavs definitely gonna have to make a move because they they looking pretty discombobulated lately i don't know if y'all seen that blowout game on saturday but that was terrible oh, God, <laughs> man. oh man. <laughs> that was terrible but yeah so guys i, I just i've been watching the cast we all know i'm not a cast fan i'm not a lebron day fan but why do these guys play lately like Isaiah Thomas said, they leave guys on the island by themselves. Everybody yeah, they don't trust you. Pointing the finger at one another. Guys just not clicking together. I, I don't know. It seems like maybe they're just bored right now. But things definitely need to be changed. It has to change. And I feel right now, this time, if you're Cleveland, what I've been hearing and seeing, I feel they should trade LeBron James. Oh, you gotta, oh they're not going to trade him, though, before the season. The reason why is because... <laughs> LeBron's going to leave the Cleveland anyway, so I feel get something back for him. Because he yeah. left you before. If someone leaves you, they will leave you again. And I feel LeBron James will Listen, they you just look, talked if about you look this. At, if you look at everything, he bought a second house in L.A. for $25 million. He's, he's not going caught, there. He's, he's not he's going been caught, there. He's, he's been caught going to school, going, going around visiting schools for his kids and for uh, high school in Los Angeles. I feel like I'm not about to look for a school for my kid to go to in L.A. and I'm still living in Cleveland. That's just not going to happen. Whether it's not L.A., it's going to be somewhere else. It won't be Cleveland next year. I promise you that. I yeah, I, I agree. He will not be back. I agree, but they just were talking about it on ESPN this morning. Brian Wilhorst explained how it's unlikely for them to trade him this week because – they don't have they uh, he has a he basically has a net a no trade clause on his contract so he basically they're gonna have to wait until after this season to do anything 
So they couldn't, even if they would just move him, they they don't have the power to do that. He has a no trade clause. Well, so at the end of the day, he's gone anyway. He's leaving Cleveland. I feel no way he's coming back. That's yeah, yeah, it's a wrap. It's definitely a wrap. They just not. They not on the same page. Right? But like I said, I told you guys, right here, right now on this Monday, LeBron, <laughs> I believe LeBron will be somewhere in LA. So you think he's going to the Lakers? It could be the Lakers. It could be the Clippers. But nah. will, I feel I feel it will be LA. He'd be a fool to go to the Clippers. I feel but... be, I feel it'll be the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, I, I don't it. know, man. It's definitely a long shot, dog. It's definitely a long shot, man. But it's crazy. They they talking about training Marcus Smart, and um, they possibly trying to get Lou Will to go to the Celtics. Now, if Lou Williams were to go on the Celtics, I think that that would make them <laughs> even better, to be honest. With you. Yeah, it really on, will. Marcus end, Will. Defense end, I don't touch Lou Will. The guard the fucking horse. Lou Will can't do him. I don't believe it. You said Lou Will, you think he trash? On the defensive end? Yes. Off his end? He's great. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean he yeah, I haven't really seen his defense lately, didn't as much of his defense lately. I mean, we will have to see on that. I feel like it's gonna be a good one though. They did make a move <laughs> with Greg Moreau, so we have to see how that goes. So if I'm Greg Moreau, you in a contract year, yeah, I feel like he gotta play well so he so he can go ahead and get that money. But we exactly, because he has been a disappointment since he's been in the NBA. That's true. That is true. Yeah, so I'm waiting on it, but I'm definitely excited to see the the All Star this year. I feel like this is something new, and I'm, I'm actually excited to see this. So hopefully this year it's a big change. What the All Star? Yeah, the I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh in about a couple weeks, uh, February 16th. Mm-hmm. I like the way they switched it up and picked teams this year. Yeah, though. I definitely think that's a good that format. Cool. I would agree. Be honest with y'all, the reason why I think they did it is because there's nobody on the East. That's the only reason why I think they did it, man. That's just my opinion. I believe if they played the play a regular game how they normally do, East versus West, I feel like the West will probably beat them 200, probably the 80 now. I'm being serious. <laughs> I, I think they did because East is trash. There's nobody over to pick. Who you have? LeBron, Kyrie. You'll have John Wall, Bradley Beal. I mean, that, I mean, who else? That's about it. They just because even if you if you if you look at how many times the Western Conference has won, like over the last ten years, versus the East and All Star game, they got to be up by like. Ain't oh, they no like, definitely been winning. I feel that's They've why they winning. it up because the West is way much better than East. Yeah, that's they players are just too offensively, man. It's too many offensive players. And now they Paul George and all of them, Melo, they all on the West is definitely. Um, Paul George didn't even make the All-Star team. That's how deep the West is. He just made it now because of an injury. So that shows you how deep the West is. Exactly. It is. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, man. It's just, uh, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, it definitely will be interesting. Very, yeah. What y'all got going on for the day? Getting some workouts in? Yeah, man. I'm probably gonna go to the gym. Um, probably just do a little reading or something on the beach, and that's pretty much it for real. Yeah, just give me some little ab workouts, some home, you know, some sit ups, put us in the house, decide to come back so we get on this podcast, you know, 
had to get this in before I get to work. Yeah, definitely. What about you? What, what you got up, bro? I'll probably go get a workout in, you know what I'm saying? Health is wealth at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm trying to maintain my wealth and my health. Amen. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Got a, got a little interview tomorrow, so I'm excited for well, that. What's the name for what? What you, uh, what's the company? It's called DT Solutions. Oh, okay. Little company, man. I really don't know too much about them, but I'm going to do my research before the interview. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely do your research. Oh, yeah. That's good, bro. Well, I, best of luck. Yeah. I, I hope and pray that you get it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. But alrighty, though, fellas, man. Everything's been real, been good today. You guys, oh, you know. Oh. Follow me on Instagram, that underscore Dino underscore. Uh, check me out later, man. No problem. Definitely. Yeah, I was just going to say, too. Hope y'all have a great day. And all our listeners out there, you know, thank you for tuning in. Um, this podcast.